Welcome to the Lost Gardens of Heligan podcast, Beauty in All Things. I'm Alistair Moore, Head of Gardens and Estate, and each month we'll be revealing the inner workings of Heligan in all its glory, from soil to seeds, bulbs to bees, past, present and future, all from right here in the Lost Gardens of Heligan on the Cornish coast. Hello and welcome to the Beauty in All Things the Lost Gardens of Heligan podcast. I'm Alistair Moore, and you find me today looking across the sloping meadow that is Park and Lan, across a little patch of blue sea in the distance, and I'm standing beneath an expanse of glorious blue sky, though I'm enjoying the cool shade, the leafy boughs of an ancient sycamore tree, though there is a lonesome dove Oh no, I'm telling a lie. There's three white doves strutting about the branches above me. In the distance, I can hear the bleat of sheep and good sturdy moo from our either one of our Devons or British White rare breed cattle. And I am here today waiting for the arrival of Laura Chesterfield, who will be one of the guests. In fact, you can hear the crunch of gravel as she approaches but also we've got another very special guest dame judy dench but more of that later laura hello how are you hi alistair very well thank you laura i was just saying you're head of visitor experience um at lost gardens of heligan and the reason we're meeting under the branches of this gorgeous sycamore tree is we have some new additions to the landscape here. Would you like to explain? Yes, certainly. Um, It's beautiful, isn't it? Especially this time in the evening. We're very lucky. It's very quiet and beautiful. Um, So, yes, so what we're looking at is two shepherd's huts that have been created for us by the Dorset Shepherd's Hut Company. They've created them bespoke for Heligan to use for this specific project. So inside visitors will be able to come inside and choose which character they want to sit down and listen to an interview with and the characters are all different species different creatures that live here at Heligan. How wonderful and can you tell us a little bit more about how this project came about? Yeah, absolutely. We were fortunate enough to meet audio producer Annabelle last year and she's amazing and so creative and inspiring and makes you want to get on board with what she's doing. And she created this podcast, Messages of the Wild, where she does exactly the you know what I'm talking about of interviewing creatures and we listened to them and just went, oh, wow, that's that's amazing. You know, everyone should listen to these and everyone should have a way of engaging with wildlife in such a creative lovely accessible way so we've worked with her for the past two years since pre-pandemic so it's a long time um, to put this together and to work with other experts to create the right recordings Um, so we're delighted to to have them now here on site. Absolutely and I have to say I earlier spotted a beautiful buff-tailed bumblebee buzzing past and um, I looked to find in the this marvellous cast, we actually have a buff-tailed bumblebee. Can you say a little bit about that recording, maybe? Well, it was wonderful, yes. I mean, it, it's so exciting to finally hear the voices of these creatures and to be able to imagine them as, you know, as beings and, and having a conversation and giving a voice to nature is exactly what we're trying to do. And our buff-tailed bumblebee is played 
so expertly and hilariously actually by TV presenter Jimmy Doherty, who a lot of people will know from off the TV, but maybe won't know that he is an entomologist and he is a conservationist and really, really passionate, but he's also really funny, you know, really, really excellently funny. So having him give a voice to this bee has just brought it to life in a way that you know, we would never have realised and the new dimensions that we can now all realise about these bees and what they're doing and why is, is really special. Absolutely. And I think the word you used to describe it, one of the, the words was accessible. And that's what's so, so lovely about these recordings is that anyone can listen to them and be engaged, but also discover something, something new. And I, I have to say one of, the, one of the joys of it is actually the skills that Annabelle brings in terms of an interviewer um, which is is so good and you did a little bit of interviewing yourself did you not Laura? Well I did I mean not quite in the way of Annabelle Ross I mean as you say she is such an expert and she just knows how to ask the right questions she just teases out yeah she just knows what people might want to know about a creature and and does her research and the beauty of it is that she doesn't prepare the experts at all they've all every time we've approached people and started you know the process they've wanted to know well what am I going to be asked and you know I want to prepare myself and the beauty of it is actually it's got to feel really fluid like a normal conversation and there's no preparation at all the only thing that all the experts get asked is what would your message be to humans and and each of the people are asked that at the end which is quite fascinating what comes out from that but the beauty is in asking the right questions in the right way definitely and as you say I, I did recently go along with Annabelle I was very fortunate to carry her suitcases and go by her side to help with a couple of the interviews with two of our experts David Mills and Dame Judy Dench so not wanting to oh name my. drop at all there but it was incredibly exciting to meet both of them um, who generously gave their time the same as all the other experts to you know to put their name and their voice and their expertise to a project all the way down here in Cornwall um, for something that they feel really passionately about oh gosh you've touched the hem of the garment of, uh, of royalty there um we will come back to um, that interview of uh, David Mills and Dame Judy Dench, but I'll, I think we need to, to explore a little bit more of how, as a visitor, you would access these recordings. Yes, I mean, it's probably sounding crazy to those people listening at home. They're like, what, you come and meet a bumblebee? I mean, I don't understand. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's... People come and they go into these beautiful shepherd's huts with the rest of the people that they're here with, sit down and choose the interview that you want to listen to. So there's four in every season. It changes every season so that we're kind of highlighting creatures that you could then go and discover around the Heligan Garden and Estate to learn a little bit more about in other ways. So you can pick any of the four interviews or why not listen to them all and just sit back and just get wrapped up in it you know just immerse yourself in the voices of these creatures and and hopefully people will go away with certain facts or funny little sayings that they'll then associate with those creatures for a long time and for those who might be really interested but are not going to be able to visit the gardens in the near future is there a way that they can listen to the um, voices. Yes, it is going to be on the podcast because we do want as many people as possible to get the opportunity. You know, it's such a lovely, lovely creative idea and something that is is quite easy to listen to. 
you know, the three to five minutes each. So it's not really a long time. Um, so the podcast, I think if you look for Lost Voices of Heligan, I think that's correct. Um, you'll find the podcast there and every season will will be uploaded for people to enjoy. So 16 and all. So it's, it's a big variety. Wow. And are they, have you recorded uh, or has Annabelle recorded all 16? She has, yes. I've I've sent Annabelle all around the country, which uh, most of the time she's been delighted by. A lot of the time she's come down to Heligan because it was important to meet a lot of experts that not only do we have in our own staff team, we're so lucky here, but also the local experts that we work with collaboratively at different, at, well, different places. Or like locally, locally, Three Bays Wildlife Group. We've we've had Jeremy from there. We've had somebody from the local Cornish heavy horse society um, local bat group so we're really lucky to be surrounded by so many experts and they've all just given their time for this project so 16 in all and they're all different and they're all quite wonderful fantastic and may i ask i I can't stop talking about dame judy of course (laughs) so dame judy what sort of organism is she playing so Judy Dench, she's best known for being an actress and, and that's what everyone is so fond of her for being. But one of the things people don't know about her is she's actually an expert in trees. So the character we asked her to take on was one of our incredible oak trees situated by the kitchen garden here at Heligan. And at the same time, we had the opportunity to interview David Mills and he's taken on the role of the red squirrel. Well, let's have a listen to Laura chatting with Judy and David about their oak tree and red squirrel. Thank you so much for having me join you today. I've sort of gate crashed with Annabelle coming to do these interviews um, to give her a hand, but what a delight. And thank you both for agreeing oh, to be part of what a pleasure. What absolute, is a project we're so excited pleasure. to be doing. Yeah. Well, um, that's a lovely time being an oak tree yes. and a squirrel. Yes. Gracious, what more can you want? Yes, well, I've never been, I've never played a squirrel before. No, it won't be your first time, David. Oh, right. <laughs> it's a good start to a Wednesday, isn't it? It's a good start to a Definitely. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. um, when you when you received my communication asking whether you might sort of entertain the idea of joining us on this project, what what was it about the project that maybe drew you to thinking, I'm game, I'm up for that? What 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 was well, it that it's sort it's of heligan. It's yeah. heligan. It's also reached such an original thing to do. Yes. You know, it's, it's people not only looking, but then hearing about things. Well, we love Cornwall, and anything that we can do to help, we want to help. Certainly do. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, I mean, Judy, you've played a lot of characters, but never an oak tree before. How was the experience for you? It, I enjoyed being an oak tree. I kind of think I know her well. I thought it was a he, then suddenly it became a girl, a lady, lady oak tree. <laughs> I liked it, and I liked the fact that she was 200 years old. Very yeah. much, I like that. I'm aiming for that. <laughs> and David, giving a voice to the red squirrels, I mean, you've done so much for them through conservation work, but how was it becoming the red squirrel today? Was that an easy role, or was this quite the challenge from your day job? Well, um it is part of my day job because I work with the red squirrels most days. But uh, you know, trying to get into um, the way a red squirrel thinks was a little difficult. But yes. uh, I think uh, I might have managed it. I'm sure, there's no doubt. If you could play any other creature, what would you? Who would you like to give a voice to next? Otter. Otter. 
Oh, yes. Otter, otter, because I love swimming. I should be swimming mostly <laughs> as the otter. I'll come up now and again to blow a few bubbles and say a word. Then I'll be down underneath again. Well, that's you, my part. Well, that's your part. Well, well I, I won't be a fish because I will get eaten by Jimmy's otter. So I must be very careful. Especially I, at Helligan, we capture all, all of these otters. There's a variety of ponds with some magnificent fish, and we catch them on our cameras having a good feed, and then they pop off somewhere else. So they do have a great time, Judy, so there's probably a great animal to envisage being. Mm. <laughs> Come on, David, who would you be? Who would I be? You'd be a heron. Would I? Oh, yes, you'd be a heron. Oh. Coming into land with your long legs onto a twig. Looking like a pterodactyl. Looking yes. like a pterodactyl. <laughs> yes. Trying to get yourself sorted out in the nest. Well, that's a good idea. Okay, that would be yes. you. Yeah, yeah, I could be it? a heron, yes. Okay. <clears throat> I'll be a heron. <laughs> Perfect. Well, this can be arranged. This can be arranged, absolutely. So, final sort of question. What what would be the one message you would like for people listening to the interviews, young and old, to take away from the whole project, if you could give them one kind of message from nature? Well, I would say that if you can listen to somebody who is being a tree, just go a little bit further and think if we were to imagine that trees were people, we wouldn't be so quick to cut them down. And, and uh, that is terribly, terribly important. We must grow more. We must grow more trees. It's essential. Yes, I, I would certainly agree with that, but I'd also say just get out there and enjoy nature. I mean, it's always been here. And just get out there and you will feel a lot better for your mental health and for your well-being. Um, just listen to nature. It'll calm you down, take you away from the stresses and strains of everyday life. I tell you what would be very good, wouldn't it, if you were, go if you were going out somewhere you didn't necessarily get into the country very often, have a list and make a list of things that you see. I mean, butterfly. we don't see many butterflies now, and this year I haven't heard a cuckoo. Um, but it would be good to, even beetles and ants and earwigs and everything, if we look about enough, you will find them. Yes, they're, they're all there. They're all part of the ecosystem. So it, it all starts off with the soil, and then it builds from that. Yeah. And our place within nature is so important to find and to hopefully work in a bit more harmony with nature, which is what we're really hoping we can encourage people to do, is to value the wildlife that's around it and, and the importance of it in all of our lives. We're so grateful for you for joining in today and being such wonderful, generous hosts, and we hope to see you at Heligan again soon. Well, we hope, hope to be so. there soon. Thank you. I hope so. Well, that was magnificent. Thank you both to Dame Judy and to David, our wonderful oak tree and red squirrel. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Beauty in All Things. If you'd like to listen to our Lost Voices project, do search for Lost Voices of Heligan wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll be releasing a new episode every week from the 1st of July and a new cast of characters on site and online every season. <laughs>